This episode of First and Wild is brought to you by iParty Boat Rentals. When you touch down in the MIA, the 305, for the turn up, a celebration, a birthday, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party, celebrate on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media platforms to book yours right now. iParty Boat Rentals, pontoons, 24-footers, yachts, whatever you need, we can make it happen. So once again, when you come down to Miami and you're done with South Beach, you're done with Wynwood, make sure before you leave, you have fun on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Now, enjoy the first and wild podcast what up what up everybody it's your boy slim city live in the first and wild podcast and today i have a female guest and if you know about this podcast when the females speak we must listen very well have the one the only very talented fun size <laughs> don't let the size fool you yep Jelani, what's good? What's up, guys? I'm happy to be here. You know, thank you so much for taking the time out to be a part of this. Yeah, man. So what's going on? Um, You know, you come highly recommended, and I, I, I trust everything that Casey sends my way. So yeah, I know you're worth... I mean, well, pretty much... Worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. I pretty much just... I've been doing music since as long as I can remember. Uh-huh. I haven't quite dropped anything yet. Yeah. Um, I have I do have one song out like on all platforms that I dropped last year but What's it as, called? Um it's called Ain't Stressin' but it goes by a different artist name. Like now I'm just using my middle name Jaylani but okay, okay. back then I was Alani J. Uh-huh. But I changed it cuz uh-huh. I felt like it was corny. <laughs> Alani J. I don't know, I'm kind of feeling that to be it honest. It sounds too similar to Cardi B like I wanted to separate what? myself. Lani J, Cardi B. Nah. You know? I like it. I like the way it rolls off the tongue. I mean, both names. Yeah. It's a fun name, regardless. I feel like Jaylani is iconic, yeah. like Jaylani. Yeah. Like Jay fucking Lani. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I just be, you know, making music. I'm pretty much not making music right now. I'm just focusing on dropping the project because I already have more than enough songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I can make three albums right now. So, so I'm that, just trying to piece things together. You just got songs in the, just ready to go in the yeah, vault. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so where are you, where are you born originally? Um, I was born in Delaware. Delaware. And I've, I've lived there my whole life. Uh-huh. What's that until, like? Uh, it's a small state. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do. Like, honestly, the funnest things to do is go to a mall, the Christiana skating rink, like... Don't, like don't sleep on a skating rink now. That's the a very. The skating rink's cool, but it's this, boring though. Nah, like, there's, nah. like you See, know, out here, there's so much to do. Like you could no, literally the skating do rink is it. When you are up and coming. But we don't got no like hookah vibes, like clubs. We don't. No, got but no. the skating ring is is like a rite of passage <laughs> for children. <laughs> oh, come on now! You, didn't, you never been out there on grown folks night? I All mean, right, now nah. they do have a grown folks night. It's a great. But, so how oh, you telling me on the first day the man say I man ask you out? So let's do something fun. He say he want to go take you skating. I would go skating though, no cap. I would go skating, but I'm saying, like that's that was everybody's childhood. Like it's we're so used to that old ass shit. Like Damn. it's not exciting. See, you, see, this is why you didn't grow up in the South. It, it, granted, <laughs> South Florida is not the South, but you didn't get to experience Hot Wheels, Gold Hot Coast. Wheels. See, if you meet, when you meet people from Miami, Miami, say Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. If you're from Southwest Miami, it was a rite of passage to be out there. That's a lot of people. That's where you probably went to your first. What is it like a car? No, nah, it's it's a skating ring. Oh, it's a skating yep. ring called Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, and and it was like a like a rite of passage.
classes. You, everybody you ever went to school with had a birthday party there. You probably had a birthday party. It got party. shut down? Now, I think the name got bought out to Thunder Wheels and then it probably got out to something else. But that was where they first started having like teen parties and things. It's like, you know, like a, that's what I mean as far as a rite of, rite of passage. That's yeah. when you had your first teen parties. You yeah. know, it was at like the skating ring and then it was like. I did like skating though. Don't get me wrong. Like that was my favorite shit to do, but. Yeah. I, I just, I mean on like a hookah yeah. club vibe. Like there's really no excitement or major mm-hmm. like exposure out there. What's what's your background? Hear a little ask, accent on your, on your voice. Where you, where are your parents from? Um, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. My both of my parents are Puerto Rican, but my mom's half Dominican. Oh, okay, so. so what was being a, a Puerto Rican in Delaware like? Is there like a there's a lot of Puerto, Puerto Ricans there? Is that like yeah, a, like my dad grew up on West Side. That's where my all my family lives. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really a small community. Like everybody knows everybody. Like. Yeah. Like, especially if you go to Wilmington or over West Side, like, yeah. a lot of people know my dad. So, so you, you being Puerto Rican, like, you stab people before? How many people have you stabbed? What? Stab people? Puerto Ricans like to stab. I heard that was a I thing. I never heard that one. You never no, heard that? All right, well, all right, give me some, because in South Florida, oh. they stab your ass. <laughs> I, have, I haven't even met stab no Puerto your Ricans ass? out here, honestly. It's what? all Cubans. Cubans run this whole shit. Oh, man. So no you have cap. yet to be to a Coyote down here? No. Wow. Your My mom said something about that. How long you been living out here? Since January. All right. They shut down. All right. Kyocho yeah. was a week right before shutdown. So you like. Is that like where people go to. That's like out? the. That's like. The Latin Miami Carnival. Like, guys, it's like they shut down A Street on a whole nother level. Okay. But I'll be out there, though. I'll be a part with of my, that when, my, whenever it yeah. opens. I'll be out there with my Jamaican flag, letting them know, hey, some guy for new, yard man style, bad man thing. So it's like a, is it like a, a week thing? Like, no, it's, they just, I mean, it's just like a, a celebration of Latin culture. Cubans, Colombians, Venezuelans. Like a uh, festival? Like a whole parade. They locked down the street and they just shut it down. Damn, girl. On that white claw. Who that? Who's this? <laughs> this is my friend Breezy. Oh She's my a God. DJ. She's a dope-ass DJ. Like DJ, DJ? Like a DJ, DJ. Okay. She does that shit. She okay. got her whole equipment. She comes to the parties. Okay. You know, an hour Not late. knocking female DJs, but I know DJs. She better than listen, a lot of listen, boys listen. I know. Stop playing with her. What's your background? I'm from Maryland. Baby. Maryland, okay, but where are your parents from? Um, Jersey and Florida. Okay, so are they from the Caribbean <laughs> islands or anything like that? No. All right, so if you into DJing and you know about Caribbean culture and the way they DJ and they don't fucking play about they DJs and shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I've seen female DJs shell the blood clot, please. Like, shell. Like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Fellow Angels out of New York. And... So now that I have this standard of what a female DJ in my eyes should be, right. like my, my bar is set. It's hard to compete. So right. I'm very critical of my female DJ friends that I have. Well, you have to come to one of the right. parties. No, nah, I, nah, I will. I will. No, nah, if, if, even if you trash and I feel like. Whoa. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm a realistic person because when I used to host parties, I was trash. Everybody, you had to be trash to be great. You got to start somewhere. So if I see it in you, I'd be like, look, I, I, I'm the type of nigga. I'll tell you exactly what song transition you fucked up on I'm gonna tell you what I love but I'm gonna know it down to the song right you know what I'm saying I'm just that critical because I'm not gonna come criticize you and not have nothing to back up my, my criticism mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I'm telling you for you to get better you know what I mean so she lit like you I'm know not, who Megan Philly is 
Who? Made in Philly. Made in Philly. Yeah, I heard of that. She does like pretty much a lot of events with him. Oh, so you like so that. you know so you know the she getting flued out. Wait, Made in Philly. Shit. I thought that was a concert in Philly. That's not a concert in Philly. No. Oh, it, it, no, that's Made in America. Oh, no, that's made what I'm thinking. Made in Philly is a person like. Oh, I heard that name like, somewhere. Local events for oh. um Miami, like he yeah. hosts a lot of um pop ups just to support local artists. Shout yeah. out to Made in Philly. That's bro. But um. But I say that yeah. to say. Like bring that fire, and I tell any DJ that I don't care what if you can DJ, you can DJ. Just sex doesn't mean shit to me. Like but I'm, we're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna give you a little platform and put you on this little situation and see if you fuck with it. Cause I, I just love great DJs. I can't DJ. I know how to use the equipment. I know how to use the software, but I can't mix two fucking songs. True. But I'm a host MC. I just keep it, keep it a band. But I know, like you know, I was a party goer before I was an MC, so I know a consumer Which perspective. As opposed to just being a DJ all my life and having that one-way track thing, I know both sides. But that's what's up, though. I can't wait to exchange your SoundCloud and hear some live audio. I feel like where DJs lack nowadays is that they just they tend to just focus on playing like modern shit. Like mm-hmm. we need, like DJs need to be diverse. They need yeah. to play that day party, like whining yeah. shit, that '90s throwback. I mean, some some DJs. All right, so it's a cheat code to me. If your dad was a DJ, if you had a family member yeah, that you were a DJ yeah. and you you've been around music and records from you was 10, 11, eight, that's not fair. You're on a, you're <laughs> that's you're in a separate category. I'm not going to compare you to somebody that started DJing when they was in their twenties or their eighteen. I just separate that. True. You know what I mean? Because they learn music. Because I think a DJ's best attribute is music knowledge, not necessarily the technical skills, but just knowing music. You know what I mean? That's why I always been. Big up DJ Donha. That's my favorite. That's my bro, bro. That's my bro God. And that's like my favorite DJ because I've been somewhere Donha and this nigga played four hours of reggaeton Spanish music for four hours. See. And that's when and he can go there and be here and be in Mokai on Monday, straight Dembo, and he'll be on there Wednesday trapping the shit out. Then he'd be at BB and Sundays in Iguanas playing music before he was born. And he knows the music. That's how you gotta be. But I see his dedication. Let me just let me just give you an example. Don Hot's one of them niggas that I know he goes on World Star every day and listens to those music videos. That's that nigga. That nigga's been on World Star watching music videos. I don't know anybody that does that. That's the only person. That's true. So that's how on the music he is. And it's just the focus. And I mean, anything he puts his mind to with that type of focus is going to be great. But that's just, I want to be able to say, put you anywhere. I can put you in the fucking garrison party in fucking Carroll City with Jamaicans. You're going to be all right. And I can send yeah, your you ass down. I can send you to Maryland. I can send you to Maryland right now. This nigga will be in a club somewhere and he'll see some niggas from somewhere and just know, and know them. the song that's hottest in that city right then and there. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, how the fuck? I'd be like, dog, how you know that shit? Dog, it's my job. He said, it's my job. I said, you're right. Being well-rounded. Yeah. So, sorry, back to you. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's it like growing up in Delaware? Like, you're the first person I've ever met from De- Delaware. So. We do have a lot of talent, though, for being yeah. a small state. We got a lot of talent. Like, everybody is... I don't know. There's a lot of haters, but I don't know how to put it. It's like a lot of drama, but not really. It's more so because it's so small. Everybody knows everybody, so everybody's in everybody's business. But we are so close to Philly. We're like 30 minutes from Philly, so we get a lot of influence from there. Like, so... 
other than that 30 minutes really from Philly? Yeah so you well, It depends on what part of Delaware you're in Like if you're in Dover You're gonna be like Two hours from Philly Dover is not the capital But the main city Dover Is it the capital? Yeah it's the capital Dover is the capital But we don't even consider That shit Delaware That's slower lower Smyrna Middletown slower, Dover lower. That's slower I lower Slower Is that a slang up there? Yeah What's, that, what's like, that mean? Just the slower lower Like we don't fuck with them <laughs> they Oh on the, the lane they shit They on the south side Like we Damn. up north Like we thorough up north Oh okay South okay. side people is like It's like that's where More the country is So it's mm-hmm. white people Or just like Like how you say Just race It's a lot of races out there Yeah You know what I mean It's different yeah, environment different A lot of vibes. space out there A lot of trees and stuff Yeah Very exactly Oh okay Yeah Damn. like the rich people houses yeah. All that So the first and wild podcast Is obviously about The story of losing your virginity Yeah you told me that A couple days ago He told me Okay just think about The time you lost your virginity I'm like uh, Yeah Do you remember Yeah Alright let's talk about it So Don't say no names If you want to I, I just no, say that I'm as not gonna say no okay. names Alright <laughs> You know No Oh okay no, <laughs> she, she laughing <laughs> She laughing like she know Like I know that nigga This is just so fucking crazy Alright go ahead It's really not even a crazy story But it's just a crazy topic But Alright so I was going into high school I was mm-hmm. With this boy 14 Yeah <laughs> I know I started young But Anyway I had this boy And we was like I had a crush on him mm-hmm. Cause he was always around the family Like His okay. uncle was my cousin's Baby dad So Wait 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 Let me break that down His uncle Was, was my, my cousin's, cousin's Baby, baby dad I gotta write down On a piece of paper But go ahead <laughs> So He was just always around Like I used to see him At the baseball park Okay All that shit When Kickers, Kick was around You know that app Kick When yeah, he yeah, used yeah, to yeah, message yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we was in middle school We used to text on there yeah. And we started going out March 1st, 2014 Damn And then I think the she day the I lost it was July 13th, 2014 Dang, the date Yeah, that's important I feel no, like I, all girls know that shit The day they start their period Like, important events like that I just keep track of yeah. But we, I was I, at his I, house Okay, alright, go ahead Finish telling the story And I, I just got some questions Go ahead So I was at his house And it was raining It was thunderstorming mm. And sorry, mom. <laughs> we went up to his room and like he asked me or whatever. He did. Yeah, I respect that. He I, he didn't just fucking thrust himself. No, I mean not know. thrust himself, but he did it. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't try to like you know finesse like, and take caress these his off. way. Like, like you know hug you up and you I know. I mean we was already like in the moment cuddling like okay, just yeah, yeah. in the bed. That's your boyfriend. Kissing. Yeah, that was okay, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Like okay. since March trust first. Was, trust was built. Yeah, you feel me? I was already. I knew what was. About to go down Oh so you (laughs) (laughs) But that's good though I just feel like Anytime a woman Is in fully control Of a sexual situation That's like the best situation As a man that you Would want to be in Yeah Yeah. I really didn't know What I was doing though Like I was never Really the type Do we we really though Yeah you know It's something you just Gradually Get an understanding of Mm -hmm. But I didn't watch porn Or anything like that So I just Had seen sex on movies Like I wasn't really Fucking aware Of what was about to happen So he put the condom on and all that. Yeah. Like, he used lube. I didn't even know what lube was. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? So, was he a virgin? No, probably not. 
So was he older than you? Yeah, like I think he was what, 16? Oof. 15, 16? I guess. I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. Um But you at never no point in time you felt pressured in the situation or No, not really. I mean, he wanted to do it bad, but Yeah. You I was like with it too, so it wasn't really like yeah. a pressure type of thing. So then it happened and it hurt. It hurt really bad. Uh-huh. It lasted like what? I don't remember Probably like But is it something You just kept doing I mean Or did y'all just Kind of like Yeah I mean We were together For three years So You started to like it Yeah pretty much And then Like if I didn't Want to do it at first Like in the beginning stages He wouldn't Like Pressure you Pressure me But it just Shout hurt. out to that guy Yeah no Don't shout out to him He was a piece of shit Oh come <laughs> on Come on Him handling that situation though The way he handled that Those particular situations Yes but Like he cheated on me So many times well, duh, you ain't him. like the fuck. Huh? <laughs> you ain't like the fuck. <laughs> no, I do? like to fucking. I mean, in the beginning, I didn't, you know, I had to get used to it. But yeah. once I got used to it, uh-huh. I think it was more so my parent, my mom was super fucking strict. I couldn't even go over like that. I couldn't go on vacation with his family like that. Yeah. Like, I was still like a young bull. Like, he was a young bull too, but his parents was it's young. It's a boy. It's a boy. Yeah, and they treated him different. Yeah. So we really couldn't hang out alone like that either. Mm. But yeah, he. But doesn't that make sex more exciting? Like, like not like you, for little ass boys. Little ass boys ain't really worried about love. I mean, no, I'm talking about just the act of having sex. Like you know, when we're younger, it's not like we had we we old now. Most of us got yeah. our own places. You got to work for it. Like back then, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like when you finally listen, get that listen, link up, that listen, sneaky link. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> like okay, you're way. I'm all right. So, I'm. I grew up without the internet, without smartphones. So in a sense, like. Imagine trying to have sex in your high school times with, like, with your, uh, with with prepaid minutes, no right. cell phone. Oh, nah, see, I didn't grow up with that. I like, had iPhones no, when I was exactly. Up. So like, you know, even like I had to like the little sex that I did have in high school, I had to earn it. It was. When a, did you lose your virginity? Uh, when I was seventeen. When you were seventeen. Yep. I, I even Damn, I, I remember. Like I even, I even remember <laughs> the color condom I had and the brand. You had a every, colored condom. I had a green, was it was ready. a green. It was a green Durex. What? Yeah, she was older. I didn't than me. even know they came in color like yeah. that. It was crazy, man. Like was, you mean flavor? No, no, it was just a green green Durex. <laughs> Why was it colored I for no reason? I don't know. I don't know. It was just you know. Was I don't it glow know how, in the dark? Nah, nah, definitely just not. Just green. Just green kind of. So green your Durex. dick was just green in her, like. I guess. And no, the, <laughs> the sex lasted literally. Like it. It it hurt for me. It hurt. It, it hurt? hurt for her, and then it hurt for me. Like it didn't. Why? Because it was dry. Nah, nah. I didn't know. Uh, Oh, this is a true story. So, until I was about 18, uh, I did. I thought every every guy had the same like dick. I didn't know they were. Until dick. you were what? About 18. You thought everybody had the I same size the same dick? dick? Yeah. No, you capping. You no, never watched porn? I did, but my I thought, damn, my dick. So you think that, a white? No, oh, listen, listen, listen. I didn't. I didn't know there was like big dicks, little dicks. I didn't know the the concept of that. <laughs> So I thought when I watch porn, and I'm talking about, I'm old now, so I'm talking about Cinemax. Like I had to earn to watch porn. Like nigga, it wasn't like there was no Pornhub. Yeah. Like Bang Bros just started off when I went into college, and niggas thought that was real, real. Right. So I I I really thought niggas there had the same dick. Everybody had a big ass dick. I just thought that's what it was. So. 
um, I'm not gonna say. So what happened was, me and a cousin of mine. Oh, where's this going? No, I'm hear me, hear me out, hear me out. Me and a cousin of mine had sex with the same girl, right? Okay. All right. So I thought. That sounded wild, right? <laughs> it sounded wild. I was wild. like, where is this where, going? Where is no, but I'm saying so. So we had sex with the same girl, and um, she was like, why you, why you want to have sex? I said, like, nah, like, the con be hurting. Right. Mind you, I only had sex one time prior to, so I'm talking about, you know, junior year all the way to after high school going to the summer B college. This is when I had sex again. I was like, no, the economy hurt. It, it didn't feel good. It wasn't what I thought it was. And yeah. Whatever. Come to find out. She's like, oh, no, you need, oh, you need a Magnum. Didn't know what fucking Magnum was. Oh, because. So a girl put me uh, on and she was like, nah, because then she was telling me the story about my cousin. And then I remember a story prior to this situation where a girl was like, like she kept making like references to something, but I never got it. Right. Like she was like throwing shade at my cousin, but I wasn't. Ca- I was like, the fuck is she talking about? Like you know. But saying oh, like you can't fit a magnet. Like, yeah, slip. Like she just made like sexual connotations. I can't remember specifically what it was, but I remember she was making comments about his dick or whatever. But I just didn't catch <laughs> on because I didn't know no better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's what that means. And then eventually, like she, but that girl. She turned me the fuck out. She turned you so out. She, she slutted you out. She slutted me out. That shit was different. Damn! Shout out to uh, her. She set the bar high at a very young age. She was younger than you or older. No, than she you. was the same age, but she had way more experience. <laughs> yeah. Way more experience, and I was going into college, and it was just shout out to FI. It was turn up since. But think about it like <laughs> think about it like this though. It's like. Like I was having sex, but I don't think I was having real sex until about 22, 23. 22, 23. That's what I, I'm saying. I just yeah. started having real sex. Like, I didn't realize that I was having wax sex. You never realize you're nah. having wax sex until you get with a, yeah. a man that really put that shit yeah. down. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, I ain't even know I ain't never come until I came. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes that? sense. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, who is that? No, I don't like. I didn't. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't. I didn't come the first time I had sex. Probably not. I sure didn't. Yeah. I was crying. Look, I, was, I didn't start masturbating until I was like 22. See, I, I was masturbating. I was, I was behind the game. It's healthy though. You should do it. See, I know that. I know that it's healthy. It's not a weird thing. Yeah. Like, I just don't. It just feels not like I'm like I'm supposed to not be doing that. Like I'm like, really I'm really glad that you like had a great experience losing your virginity and he was a gentleman in the moment. If the, yeah. That's like a lot of women don't get that. Yeah. Like I was listening to Vibes Cartel. Today. I haven't heard no bad like virginity Shit. stories though. Listen to this podcast. You hear him. <laughs> you hear him. I do gotta listen to it. Yeah, cause. so uh I was listening to Vibes Cartel today and um he got a song virginity. Remember when taking virginity first time on a romping shop. Bobby went before uh, that's and a, a weird song. And a no, legendary song. So legendary. one of the lyrics line is uh goes, remember when the first time your pussy get touched? And I was like, damn, as a woman, that shit hit different. Cause you know, niggas is creeps. And you know, every situation ain't gonna be the perfect situation or a memorable situation. Yeah, I feel so bad like, for women who get bad. As a woman, like, have you ever been in a situation with a man where you was just like, yo, what the fuck? I feel like every woman has been in like a very uncomfortable situation with a man. Um, yeah, like all the time, every week. 
Like, what? I mean, not, not, I'm, I'm saying they don't touch me or yeah. anything, but men are just fucking creeps like all the time. So it's something that I'm pretty sure every. How do you, how do you handle that? Used to, I mean. I'm, I know how to talk Like I'm not no dumbass bitch So like mm-hmm. if I don't want to be Bothered by them Then I make it known yeah. I've never gotten like Raped or anything Cause I really hold my ground Like I'm not saying bitches That do get raped Don't hold their the ground. ground That's not yeah. what I'm saying yeah. But I'm just a tough cookie Like yeah. I'm not easily cracked Like I feel like I don't even let them Get close enough to me mm-hmm. To even be in that situation Or I'm never I just I've been thankful enough To never be in that situation But That's um they just be saying weird shit Like in my DMs Like today Some guy said On a fake account Like comments on one of my pictures And said open your DM And I did And he Sent me a picture Of him holding his dick Next to an Arizona bottle And that's, he's like You like that BBC I was I like mean, You fucking weirdo That's a lot And I blocked them But KP, that's, that's normal for me Like That's like on average It's but, just but annoying I, I always say to women Like wouldn't you want A dick pic No not from a random person. That's but you would want to know. But you would want to know what you're getting yourself into. Because God, forbid, I didn't want to get myself into it in the first place. It's like you're. Yeah. It's damn near like molesting my eyes because I didn't ask for. I didn't consent to this fucking eyes. picture. Like if it was some titties, okay, that would have been different. But it's a whole dick. Like that's just you like girls. Creepy. I do like girls. Oh, so you have two virginities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's I, talk yeah. about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. No. <laughs> nah, nah. You didn't open that Pandora's box now. Wait, hold on. Nah, too late. We know is now. This me coming out the closet because I never oh, really real? spoke about like like in bitches. I guess it is. Legendary moment. Thank you. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. So when did you start liking girls? Oh, are you one of those bisexual girls that's like, I'm bi, but I never go, I want to marry a man. I think I want kids I'm bi and, and I'll marry whoever I no, marry. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm not against marrying a woman or being in a relationship with a woman. It just hasn't happened. But, um, I mean, I don't know when I started liking girls. I always thought girls were pretty. Yeah. But I never, like, acknowledged it because my parents are really Christian. Mm-hmm. So I, was just, I just took it as... I remember my first time liking a girl, like, having a crush on a girl. Yeah, was when was that? School. Middle school? But I never acted on it mm-hmm. or, like, did anything. I just always, from afar, admired, like... So you would, like, consider yourself bisexual? Mm-hmm. So when did you kind of, like, start identifying as that? And what was that like for you? Like, the feeling, the emotion? Or did you kind of address it head on? Or, like... I don't, I don't know. I didn't really address it at all. Like, I just... It just somehow happened, like... Okay, so... I had a friend mm-hmm. and I really liked her and I always kind of liked her like I had a crush on her but it was really like I would never really act on it until one day she acted on it and then mm. I even on it yeah. yeah so how was that experience y'all had sex <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah like who gives better head men or women for you men men but I, I haven't had too many experiences with women to like as much as I have with men So it's like mm. So women still have a chance Women still probably have a chance Like I'm sure Women know what they want Like Women know what they want So they do it to the girl mm. Type shit Yeah But at the same Like I said I haven't had that many experiences with women So you haven't been in like A committed relationship with a woman No But you're not I'm not against it though Against it though It just Do you think it'd be Women be playing <laughs> 
<laughs> women be fucking playing like especially <laughs> these dyke bitches oh man like they'll really have you in your feelings damn but nigga mentality dangerous yeah they damn near men for so you date like you're more interested in like I like men the manny fresh looking di- you know I, I like don't want to I don't want to say the bitches. wrong word I like dyke bitches but I really especially like, like bitches yeah fem- them pretty females. bitches I love females like like girls that are my height girly girly yeah that look like me kinda yeah okay that's cool damn well everybody we know now yeah <laughs> just, thank you with for your, exposing with your gas, me. With your gas. <laughs> <laughs> nah that's what's that's up that's what though. my man be saying all the time he be like you, yo you really gay as shit I be like oh, you, you got a boyfriend now you got a whole man out here I mean let your me man, nigga? say man like let me Careful just now. say, <laughs> yeah, facts, because I'm getting too comfortable now. Nah, I don't like, want you to be like, I don't want you to like not claiming this nigga and then be like, this nigga was at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and like, nah, I got no. I got a situation okay. and I'm vibing, but I'm focused on my career. Okay, that's what's and up. And as he is as well. So okay. it works out perfectly. Awesome, awesome. That's what's up, man. So what is it like being a female in this industry? Like, how hard is it? Let's talk about the struggle. So um, I know sometimes it's difficult. I mean, being. People sick. don't take you serious a lot or they mm-hmm. feel like they could get one up on you when you're mm-hmm. a female like they feel like I don't know and they sexualize the fuck out of me like in situations when I'm really trying to work whole yeah. time they're just trying to work with me to get close to me in a sexual way mm-hmm. so you really just have to be on guard has it worked on you before what like like a, a sexual nigga, advance no not necessarily but like a nigga in the industry that you know might have a position of power like an incentive like not an incentive like if I was a producer and I met you and you know I guess I'm using my free studio time to try to fuck with you yeah no I mean all the time they tried like you know to flirt with me and get to that point but I never really get to that point with people are, like are you like are you just like kind of strictly against dating within i'm not strictly against dating within it because mm-hmm. like if we vibe we vibe and especially yeah. if we could vibe on the same type like we have the same passion mm-hmm. that the drive is even more there you know what i mean Espe- like if you can relate to someone but it just hasn't happened and i'm not looking for it either okay but if if it happens it happens you know i'm not you're, you're kind of like that. an open book a po- you're not open you to everything me? yeah that's kind of like, I, I'm, I, life pulls me in different directions, and where I feel comfortable, that's where I. That's where you go. That's where I reside. Oh, reside. Up, so, how did you end up in Miami? Um, I moved here in January. I came last year for Rolling Loud, and I just kept coming back because I loved it. I loved the you environment. You went to Rolling Loud, or you performed there? I went to Rolling Loud. Okay, okay. I should. I was gonna perform or try to perform this year, but Corona. Corona. But um, yeah, so I went and I loved it. I kept flying back out. I finessed a couple. You know what I was doing, dog? I was like, there was finessing niggas. Yeah, like boys would tell me, "Oh, come fly out, like blah blah blah. Like I'll buy your ticket. You'll stay with me." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna stay with you." And then as soon as they buy my ticket, I would land and then I would block them. But wait, before I block them, I would have them Uber me to my friend's house. I would, they would Uber me to their house and then I would change the location on the Uber and Uber myself to my friend's house and then I would block them. And then, I mean, I had a job, so I would just buy my flight back. It wasn't shit, you know? Uh, but, you know, get it where I can. <laughs> what the fuck? So I did that, you know? And then eventually I just packed my shit, quit my job, and then I just. Damn, yo. <laughs> I'm really a 
finesse. I'm telling you, like, damn. I know how to like. I'm speechless. Get what I want. That's scary. It, it's scary though. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. You see me. how hard dating is? There's a nigga out there that was doing that, and but he no, really likes you. You know what? If a boy flies you out and he don't even know you and he just met you on Instagram, it's not about dating to him or even a relationship. That he wants to. I disagree. Fuck. I disagree. He wants to fuck, niggas and always, he literally made that niggas, clear to me. Niggas like that. He was talking fuck. to me like he wanted yeah. to fuck me. So okay, you think you're gonna fuck me? That's why I'm gonna use you for a flight. Fuck is you talking about? You ain't fucking shit say, with say, your say, hands. Say, say his at name right now, so niggas know. So the girls know they can finesse him for a flight. You tomorrow. said what? Say his at name, so women know they can. Finesse his him. at name? You know what? I think I'm Please blocked, don't. so Please I don't, don't. even. No, like I'm being sarcastic. Don't. <laughs> I don't know his ad name. Oh my god! But there's plenty of. I don't trust you now. Vanessa, I'm like Dennis, sweet little girl. Oh no. man. I'm, no, that I'm innocent though. The fuck out of here! I didn't do nothing wrong. I just breaking play the game hearts. just like they are. Man, I ain't breaking shit. Let me tell you something. I didn't dated a girl. I, listen, these men be dogging bitches. Like you can't be mad when I pull them on them. No, no, no. I just think every situation is so unique with everybody. Like this right here is. Very very unique. This is very unique. Me and Casey, very unique. So I can never put a label on a situation in the moment. Like my first long-term relationship, I met her on a Tuesday. I had sex with her on a Thursday and I dated her for two years. So I, I can't sit here and yeah. say, but I know I'm very good at looking at this as just this. Mm -hmm. I can look at this as just a, a laptop. This is a laptop computer. For what I'm, it is. Exactly. And then if it grows, it grows. But I'm never opposed to anything because I like women. Woman, I will always the woman that lets me fuck in an hour or a day. She's gonna get my attention because Faster. she knew what she wanted. She was direct, and I love directness. I love honesty and love straight to the point. Like don't and talk to me for thirty not days. Against that either. Like if I know what I want, I'm gonna. It doesn't matter the time span. Like I, I'm not saying that women are wrong for fucking on the first night. They could do that, but I'm just saying like if you come to me as a man, mad disrespectful, or just assuming, mm -hmm. or just making sexual advances at me. Like just without even knowing That that's what I want You know you're just throwing yourself at me at that point And if you come at me like that Then I'm gonna come at you The way I'm gonna come at you I'm gonna finesse you Alright you know You know what I love about this conversation Is like you like girls So you're gonna learn one day How hard it is to get pussy Cause I don't think you It's understand. not hard to get pussy it's If you got hard. money Oh my god If you got money It ain't shit to get no pussy Especially out here These bitches be just They be loose as fuck They be flocking to whoever got money Literally That's what I've noticed out it's here It's very very hard to get pussy I guess I'm saying this Because I'm not getting it Or I'm struggling <laughs> But it's hard You know it's an opportunity because I feel like sex don't is like honest men nowadays Not mm. I'm, I love honest men I'm not saying But in this environment We live in Miami You gotta mm. remember You gotta think of the environment Yeah Like it's hard to have a relationship Work on my game I don't know Like I, I just Like being in my age now I just It's, it's a lot of things Just like Steering me away How from old are like you? 34 34? Oh. So it's like uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna go through this I don't wanna do this It's just like a whole Rigmarole It's just like a, Such a long process It's just rather I feel you not like starting over Yeah And again and again I feel yeah. you I'm like, 19 and I'm over it Yeah So it's like I don't know I don't even know How to really explain it I think me and Casey Were speaking on it The other day But it's just it's just so much And then and like the climate now what, what women are going through And I tell like, like I said earlier I said I never With the whole Me Too movement Prior to When I was living In North Carolina A lot of homosexuals Out there Now <laughs> At these places Miami's a very It's 
very segregated here. You think so? I know so. So like, like Cubans. No, I'm just, I'm just gonna say nightlife and just mixing and mingle. Like, okay. The Jamaicans party with the Caribbean people. Right. The Haitians have their own thing where they don't. You can go. You can say I can go to Jamaican parties and never knew there was a hip hop party around here. You can go to a hip hop parties down here and never knew there was a Caribbean event down the street. True. You can go to fucking Cayocho A Street and bachata, merengue, and sauce your ass all your life and never knew there was some fucking Haitians up the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can live in your own world peacefully. Now North Carolina, nah, nigga. Them trannies, them lesbians, them gay niggas, they all gonna be in the same spot. That's true. So you're in the worlds are kind of intertwining, not like, and I had to adapt to that because, especially being in radio, being a public figure, you're gonna be put in some situations that are very uncomfortable. And I remember, and I was living with a lesbian couple at the time, and um, I remember the first time like a gay nigga was like pressing me. Ugh. And I was like, not saying ugh, like I'm just saying because it's uncomfortable for straight people to be. No, no. And that moment, and after like I felt like I handled the season like, yo, bro. No disrespect And me being Jamaican Not trying to I'm trying to be a better version of me Not be in my homophobic Ignorant ways And be that Jamaican I'm trying to evolve So I was like Like yo bro Just yo no. In my mind I'm like This nigga it'd be, It's about to be a whole Hate crime in this motherfucker Real quick right. You know what I'm saying And But I, I lucky I just called security I was working the clock Called my little security nigga up there and they Oh knew he me. was pressing you Pressing you like I that pressed, That but you he had was to call ca- security Yeah because at that time It was like Only thing I knew then Was just violence that's the only thing I was like, this is going to be a violent situation, but it's just a place where I host a party. And it was a weekly event. That's bread. That's weekly bread. So I had to think about it logically, like, yo, just come get an action to move. I don't want to be in a situation. And then, mm-hmm. and then I, then like, it was just really, really fucking with me. I was like, yo, is, is this what, what women feel like when niggas be? Yeah. Holy shit. So that experience made me uncomfortable Pro- and you know about what? approaching even women. Worse because us women are not as like physically strong yeah. as men. So it's easier for them to take advantage and decline when we're saying no because mm-hmm. it's like they feel like they already have that power over us yeah. anyway. Yeah, because even sometimes I remember like I get a girl number and she don't call me like, why did you just say no? Like, but yeah. then I'm thinking, but now when I'm thinking but about when it, I'm you having to say no. No, you're right. When I have these discussions and I'm talking to you, like I get it. Cause yeah. I'm a time, I can meet, I can see your girl, I can dance with you all night, and I won't be asking for your number or running you. You know what I mean? It's it's just a, a moment in time. This is what it is in the moment. Right. And I can enjoy this for what it is right then and there. Yeah. But I just and I feel like it's okay to shoot your shot too. Like if you feel a bitch and she acting like she feeling you it's okay to shoot your shot nope. but if she says no Speak when you're then spoken. just say thank you respect like I mean some girls are shy some some girls want to be approached like I know me I'm not the type of girl to like go after a man like I'm not gonna sh- I don't know I don't shoot my shot so I, I wait on someone to shoot so, their right, shot so do you not shoot your shot at guys but you shoot your shot at girls or is that the same or do your rules like apply to both sides both sides shoot their shot at me mm-hmm. when they want me like it's always mutual like I'm not just I don't outwardly say oh like I want to fuck with you like it's just and how I treat you like you're gonna notice Mm -hmm. if I fuck with you because when I fuck with somebody I treat them like 
I give them my attention. I give them my time. Um, yeah. I flirt. Like, you'll okay. catch the drift. And if I'm not receiving it back, then eventually I'm not going to. All right. Random, random, random day on the street, attractive man approaches you. How would you want somebody you find attractive? Because I feel like when someone attractive approaches you, it's a little different when a nigga that's ugly approaches you saying, you, saying the same exact yeah. thing to you. Like, we can say the same line to you, the same way, the same tone, the same cadence, and it comes off different because you're just physically attractive. But like, you know what? Like, lately I haven't been denied. Like, I always just tell people, like, oh, like, you can have my Instagram. Like, mm, and I this. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm grown. No, they're like, I don't want your Instagram. I want your number. And if they cute, you know, I'll slide them the number. But I always, ugly or not, I give them my Instagram because you never know mm-hmm. what they have to offer. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, yeah. everybody, you should look, not to be an opportunist, but you should look at everybody like an, an opportunity. Like, like, a like, and not all know, like, using <laughs> shit, but just the same way I'm an opportunity. Like, I bring a lot to the table, yeah. especially in the career that I'm in and the place yeah. I'm in. I, I came here to network. So, if somebody wants to get to know me, like, okay, what's your Instagram? Let me see if you're, like, relative, like, how you say, um, relative enough to be in my circle. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with your life? One thing about about your Instagram, I will say you look taller on Instagram. I do. Everyone says that. I'm like, this motherfucker be, hey. <laughs> I'm I, a, shit. I had a look at I was like, wait, this girl, are you about 4'10? 4'11? Yeah, that's how tall my grandma is. <laughs> I'm like, my nigga. And guess my sneaker size. Now you like you got some big ass feet. I look like I got some big ass feet. Yeah, you do. Like I, ha- I wear a size 3 to 4. I guess, I don't know. Size 3 to 4. 411 but right. I'm fat. F- fellas, she got small feet, fellas, all my foot fetish ass niggas out there. Oh my god, mm-hmm. don't talk about foot fetish. I be having the foot fetish world on deck. Nigga, wait. You be sending like so you get many money for sending niggas pictures of your feet? Yeah. What's the most money you ever got from sending the pictures of your feet to somebody? Mm, at one time, probably like a hundred dollars but that wasn't a picture that was a video of me like touching them and shit like and fucking yeah be weirdo shit but i don't mind doing it because it's fucking feet like that's not really sexual to me and if somebody tries to expose me i'm like okay like i just made a hundred bucks off sending a video of my feet like you can't judge me for that that's fucking feet like i wear them out in sandals anyway Anyway, so it ain't if i'm gonna make money if i can make money off of it i'm gonna make money off of it but like the most i've gotten out of out of a boy in one time was 350 dollars but i blackmailed him How'd you blackmail him? Okay, so wait. One time. <laughs> okay. All right, so one time, this was back in the day when I was really wild. She's like, you know, <laughs> yo, she's like, my. She said she was nineteen, so she's being like, she done lived the life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, really oh, have lived my life though, like. All right. So. Oh my god. Because I've always been independent. I always had a job. Yeah. I'm always trying to like find another way to make money. So. Yeah. At one point in time, I was just fucking like, okay, so on Twitter, like people, there would be Twitter accounts like, oh, I need a sugar baby, blah, blah, blah. So if you type, if you tweet looking for a sugar daddy, it's like, it makes it so that when someone types sugar daddy on Twitter, they could find your tweet or Mm -hmm. anybody saying sugar daddy. So like when you type sugar daddy, everybody be DMing you like, what's up? I'm trying to be a sugar daddy, blah, blah, blah. So I was 17 at the time. Trying to get niggas case? No. no, this I is know, how I, I blackmail. Just listen to the story. 
So it was this Air Force guy that oh, DM me on Twitter. He's like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to be your sugar daddy, blah, blah, blah. How old are you? I'm like, I'm 18. I Liar. lied to him. Right, I lied to him. And That's how niggas get cased up every day, but go ahead. So then he, we, we're texting and he's telling me all the things that he wants me to do. Stick a brush up there. Everything. Like he's saying the nastiest shit. So are you doing it? No. Are, oh, are you know. crazy? I would I don't never. Know. All right, go I'm ahead. just making him build evidence for what I'm about to say right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the show Catfish? Yeah. So they use this. Um, you ever heard of Chris Hansen? No. Oh, man. <laughs> shit on I'll Catfish. ask you about that in a second. Right. But Catfish people have this software called Spokio where they can use somebody's phone number or a piece of information to find all of their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew his phone number. So I typed his phone number in. I got his name. I went, I typed his name on Facebook. I found his whole family. I found his address. I found everything because, you know, so listen to this. So he's just building his evidence up and I'm just Yo. like, haha, cool. Mind you, I like, I say, haha, cool. But I'm not even 18. I'm 17. You've been talking to a minor the whole time. I know that you live in this address in Landsberg, Pennsylvania. And if you don't send me $350 right now, I'm going to call your parents. I'm going to email them all these messages. And on top of that, I'm going to tell the military. Yo. <laughs> is that fucked up? Yes, it is. No, it's not fucked up. Yes, it is. You, you ba- it's he based was off, a but you lied. No, but you lied though. If you now, nah, if you was like, I did lie though. I did. If you said he was seventeen, and then he. But he continued. supported Trump, so I didn't care. <laughs> no, he supported Trump, so I didn't care. He had Trump in his bio, and he was a conservative. Yeah. I didn't care because you know what? That was his karma for some racist shit he probably did in his life. Okay, I guess it balances out. You know, if we look at it like that, well, I call guess me karma. Like yeah, stop that. Don't do that anymore. No you said don't do that stop no it. more. I know that was back in the day. That was okay. my young bullshit. That's I don't two gotta years ago. do that. <laughs> I don't gotta do that no more. All right, God bless. Like, I'm in That's a, awesome. I'm in a good place, and I've learned like, even if people do bad, like. If you do bad to them You're gonna get bad yourself mm. So I just I stay in my lane I do what I gotta do And I make my own money Alright Let's go back to the career now So When did you write Your first song like, I wrote When did you start first, Really like Putting pen to paper Like In fifth Sixth grade Yeah No fifth grade No sixth grade Sixth grade I was going to Um yeah, this Christian school, and I was like rapping with the like guys there. I never got along with the girls; they were too mm. preppy. So I would just like make raps. Seventh grade, I would make raps for everyone at my public school. Like I would make raps about them mm-hmm. and shit like that, and they would love it. They they would be like, "Can you make me a rap?" And I would rip it out of my notebook. Oh yeah, right. Okay. And give it to them, and that's how I pretty much got with the cool kids because I wasn't cool. Like I was, yeah. I was a little ass like white girl to them. So yeah. like I had to find my way to like. Fit in, fit in type oh, okay. shit or let them know that I'm not weird so I just like write <laughs> raps and it's stuck and I always loved music I loved all types of music I mean music. What, what was your inspiration to kind of like I think I can do this or you heard something that um my like first favorite song like first hip hop song was like you know that song Jay Sean and Lil Wayne baby are you down 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 oh, yeah. down down oh, yeah. that was my shit <laughs> 
And then I just love Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne oh, was like one on. of my first influences. My brother had an iPod, like yeah. the literal iPod. iPod yeah. And he let me borrow it to go to Puerto Rico one time. And I used it. And that's when I really first got exposed to like Amelie, Amelie, Amelie. And like, once the drugs are done, yeah. I feel that shit like Lil Wayne was my first major influence yeah. Young Jeezy My President is Black those type yeah. of songs oh, that man. iPod Scary. really put me on a life and yeah. that's when I got turned out <laughs> not turned out like I know what you meant yeah like I was just hood I was a hood ass bitch yeah. after that like damn that's crazy yeah so what What? I mean what was the first song you recorded um 2017 like my ex had took me to a studio in New mm-hmm. Jersey and I recorded a remix to Sweetie's song. What's that song called? Um, my crib real small, but we making big moves and we headed to the top so we could get a better view. You know that one? Never heard that song. What's it called? I'm going to catch Come a on, 10 DJ. overseas when you're out the country while you get some honey scene while you're chilling yeah. on the beach. I don't, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> granted I'm in radio. Y- y'all know who Sweetie is I know, though, so, right? no, yeah, 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 I know the artist, but granted. Are 10 white toes and them Tory flip flops? No, I don't no. listen, I don't listen. It doesn't ring a bell. You no. guys are fucking delusional. Like, how do no. you not know that? No, because the way I consume, you know, <laughs> everybody, everybody consumes music so differently. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, I'm from up north, so. Yeah, so I can't listen to. Yeah, you are. Hearing me, I'm, I'm Jamaican and I'm from Florida. You know, we play shit fast as fuck down here. Yeah. Pitch be high as fuck. And then, you know, dance hall party, the music is moving. One minute is three songs. Yeah. So, like, I like live music, live audio, live party environment. That's how I consume my music. So if I hear it in there, or I hear, like, you know, a, a mix I'm listening to that But I don't consume music As far as like Oh let me listen to this album Oh I do I do that now Because of what I've You know radio And that type of stuff But before Never I go on Apple Music Yeah Apple Music is my shit I know a lot of people Use Spotify I just can't yeah. get into it But I go on Apple I'm Music I'm Tidal And they have playlists Tidal is mm-hmm. cool too I just never got into it I, I say Tidal Because Tidal gives the most money Per stream Back to streams Yeah I know So that. I just make sure if I if I I meet you, I'm I'm streaming your shit on title because I know that's going to be the biggest financial help to you. That's true. Yeah, but I just use Apple Music because that's what I've always used. So mm, that's your company. Don't break it if it's not. Don't fix it if it's not broken, broken type yeah. shit. And they got these playlists on there anyway, and I like it because you could see what your friends are listening to. Like oh, it's really? almost like a Facebook where hmm. you could see like your friends' profiles, as you could see the the playlist that they're and that the last they song like they listened to the last song they really? listened to what they've Damn. been listening to. If you listen to a song that they have, it'll be like friends listening to this song. What, with you. Give me, all right, give me two songs that you love that people would never think you would ever love. I'm gonna give you an example. Two of my favorite songs that I can listen to forever that just take me into like a euphoric. I'm gonna give you three euphoric place in my mind. Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Uh, Don't speak, no doubt. And um, uh, tonight. That's my shit. Like yeah, those three songs. Those three songs take me to like a place mentally that I just. It's just a free spirited kind of euphoric, like so. The I would say like that. my songs are "Electric Feel" by MG. I think MGMT. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if you've heard that. I like the song by DeBarge. I like it. Um, 
what else? Like weird songs. I like Window Seat by Erica Badu. Mm. Window Seat. Yeah. Don't want nobody. Have you ever heard a song that made you cry? Oof, by Noah Cyrus. Um, yeah. What's that song, Help Me? I think it's called Help Me by Noah Cyrus. Every time I hear that shit, yeah. I just ball in tears. I can't. Yeah, I have a song like that, Popcorn. Or Pop like um, gospel, some gospel songs. Yeah. Somebody was just telling me about a gospel album the other day. I can't remember. Well, today, really. Oh, it's called Lonely by Noah Cyrus. I had to put that out there. Yeah. What was you saying, though? Uh, no, I was just thinking about gospel music. My homeboy was listening to I it. love gospel music. It just makes you feel so good. Yeah. I just listen to reggae. I just start my days with reggae music because I just feel it like. Reggae? Music that, yeah, it feeds the soul. And this, this like is. Like Bob Marley? Yeah. Bob Marley. I listen to, like, you know, Dennis Brown, Chronix, Etana. See, I need to get into reggae more. I haven't really. Come on, man. Got to. I haven't really listened to it. Like it's a that. vibe. I'm gonna invite you to a real like dance hall party, mm, and you be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Wait, is is Mr. Vegas considered? Um, oh yeah, reggae? It's dance hall. Oh, I know. It's I like dance hall. I would say dance. Dance hall. Yeah. yeah. Cause I love me some dance hall. I know all about dance hall. Yeah. That's that's what's up. Yeah. So all right, let's talk about some struggles as far as you in your career. Like, let's say two years ago you were no last year you were here for Rolling Out. So 2018, no 2019, Rolling Out. 2019. Okay. Are we still doing music recording? Recording in Delaware? Um, I live here now, so I mostly record. No, I'm out saying here. at that time. Oh, at that time, yeah, I was recording up there. But it's like with me, I feel like I'm always getting in these situations where people want to take advantage of me. So once I figure out that they're trying to take advantage of me, the workflow kind of stops because I feel like I can't trust them at that mm-hmm. point. Give us an example of like taking advantage. Like they see that I'm kind of like vulnerable and I don't know shit about music, mm-hmm. so like they'll try to put me in situations where they could get the one up on me mm-hmm. um like for instance nah no nah, i'm not gonna talk about that but it's just multiple situations where i'm always in like i have to kind of just be on guard mm-hmm. because if i'm not on guard and i trust people like i've trusted people before and they fucked me over they yeah. tried to fuck me over so, so when like, we when we say on guard and this is from i don't know i can't rap 1985 But uh, I can't rap Ain't nothing no, in my phone Ain't, ain't nothing to hide I live a, a very I live <laughs> A Christian huh? lifestyle yeah, I you did that yeah. I do that to me Fuck man Y'all so fucking toxic <laughs> You know one time I had At one point uh, Like two years ago I had like my foot My big toe You remember when the iPhones Had the, the ring I had my, my toe with Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so random. Because she would, I would try your phone on. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. No. But anyways. So, I mean, all right. So, I'm on the outside looking as far as, like, I've been, I've been in studio when songs are created. I've been a part of the creative process. But in the sense of, like, you say you got to be careful, don't want to be taken advantage of, what, like, as a female artist, what would you tell the female artists listening to this right now? Or any female that just want to get in this game as far as a DJ, A&R, PR, like, what are the, some of the those hurdles that you're referring to? Um, I feel like... Female artists are worth a lot in the industry because it's like the industry is a man's world. Mm -hmm. So when a female comes into it, I feel like you automatically have to sexualize yourself. You don't have to, but it's like you're... You're going to make it faster if you meet that ideology, like that 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Ruby Rose, Lil' Kim, but if you all notice, they have that, they're sex icons, like, their bodies, like, mm -hmm. they're sexualized, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's not what I'm saying, but I feel like that's just how you have to make it in the industry, and um, also, people assume that because you're a woman, you're dumb, so it's easier to, like, get up, one up on you, like, in regards to, like, contracts and, mm -hmm. like, um just being in a situation with a female because like I, I don't know how to put it like men just assume men are gonna know more about shit like mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so that's a that's a difficulty for me because I really don't know about the industry and yeah. I don't know shit so a lot of the times like you, I had to you be watching YouTube Google where your friends at I do but people always paint this picture like you could trust them I mean as an artist do you feel like you do you feel pressured to be uh, like a sexualized type of artist yeah I mean do you like it but I, I like I, I, it's not that I'm against it like I feel like women should embrace their sexuality honestly mm -hmm. and use it like I've been reading the um, book Art of Seduction mm -hmm. and I think people should women should embrace the fact that we are seductive creatures like we are sexual beings and it's like it's okay to you know liberate that if you want to but it's also like for the women that don't want to be on that sexual type time it's hard because in the industry that's what they want yeah I mean I'm not a, I'm never gonna knock against it like granted I have a daughter so my mind and my thinking is a little fucked up and like yeah. the reality of it is a little fucked up but a part of me is like well you're not gonna look this good forever you got about maybe 15 to 20 yeah. years of looking this good your prime and then it's gonna go to shit I and feel then, like as an artist you just have to like know how to separate yourself mm -hmm. like this is the advice I could give like use your seductiveness to your advantage but also show that you're being you're more than just you know a sex icon like you also have a nice personality or if you had you could juggle or you have a different talent like you know show that you're beyond that mm. if that makes sense no I don't I, I mean but I, I definitely. It's a juggle. You can juggle oh, or yeah, something. Like you, you can juggle. She just try that shit like juggling. No, I'm using that's that still as pretty an example. Cool. I know, but uh, yeah, I, t I definitely understand that. I mean, if you was kind of compare your sound to somebody right now, who would you kind of compare it to? I don't know. I have too many sounds to really compare it to anyone. It's like I have too many types of like music, but I would say. I don't know. A lot of people compare me to Dej Loaf. Okay. I get Kalani. I, I get Coyle Ray. I get... I got a, cra I got a crazy dead little story to tell you. <laughs> I get Shout a couple people. Loaf. Someone said Janae Aiko, which is huh? a really f overly compliment. Like, mm. I do not sound like her because she's amazing. Like, I can't... I mean, have, I you, have, you, perform have you been performing lately? Have you performed before? Uh, I was set to perform at a pop-up the other day, but uh -huh. it got shot up or something like that, or fireworks. <laughs> I don't know what That's happened to this day. So, I mean, so you have yet to perform yet? I, I have performed, though, yeah. I, How does it I've feel? I've performed multiple, a lot of times. It feels good. It feels empowering, and it just feels liberating to be on stage, but... It could be nerve-wracking in the beginning. Like when, I don't know, like when you're first about to get on stage, you yeah, just I get, overthink it. Yeah, I get very how nervous. How you're going to do. Even when I'm like, oh, when I performed at the freaking Netflix shit too. Yeah. The, um, that we had the other day with H. Dot in the kitchen. Shout out yeah. to H. Dot. Yeah, before we met. 
Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. Exactly. So I performed there. It wasn't really a concert per se, but mm-hmm. it was a live performance. Probably, so yeah. that was cool. I mean, I, I mean, every time I host a party, I'd get very nervous. But if I'm hosting a party like for like Caribbean people, oh, I get. You get jiggy. I no no I get I I get fucking anxiety. Oh, you get anxiety. Yeah, I just you know because you always want to be accepted by your people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your own people. You want to like, do a good job. Like I want to be accepted by people in Miami, like North Carolina. I really don't give a fuck. I mean. I say that I feel you So you're like a host Like a party host Yeah Okay I'm okay You said you're okay I'm alright Casey I'm alright No you're fine <laughs> yeah, right. you gotta give yourself the credit. Yeah, I can say I'm not. It, it was pretty cool. Like what I tell everybody, it was pretty cool for a time in my life to be the best somewhere. So I can say like when I was living in North Carolina, I was the best. And what helped me a, a lot was understanding people were better than me, saying that yo, yes. and acknowledging that. I just feel like when I started like giving people their flowers while they were here, like you know, I called people that inspired me and and taught me things and that I learned from like I call them and I tell them like yo you you are part of this process you help me be this good and um even if I'm listening to a live audio from a party and I hear the DJ say something I'm like holy shit how the fuck did he come up with that yeah I will yo stop. DJs be saying wild shit they be like yo if you don't got corona can I get a yeah, all type of wild shit. I will stop what I'm doing. I will call that person, find them directly, and I will ask them. I want to say, yo, what was your thought process? What was your thought process? I hear a DJ with a mix. I'm like, yo. And I, these that I work with a lot of like, yo, try this mix out. Let's put our twist on it. But I would go to that DJ and be like, yo, when you mix this with that, nigga, I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. DJs really can make or break a party. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. The other day I went to King of Diamonds. That DJ is so fucking annoying. Like, I've never been so annoyed in my life. I'm so sorry to who that was. He was big. I wasn't there. Who was it? He didn't stop talking the whole we fucking in, we night. We in Miami. We in Miami. <laughs> no. You know who it is? All right. She if, if, it, if, if, it's, if it's who I think it is. Dude, like, no shade. You, no shade. I don't I even know who you are, but, like, he just it's wouldn't stri- stop it's a, talking. It's a strip club. It is a strip club, but you don't have to talk the whole fucking time. You're ruining the vibe. The bitch is trying to shake their ass on top. You're saying, Courtney, go to section four. No, nah, they're doing their job. Courtney <laughs> on section four. Courtney, I don't care who goes. That go to section, to get a section four. That he would just say, keep saying shit like, "Oh yeah, shake that pussy in his face, shake, shake your juices all in his like, like he's a fucking uh, weirdo, like you, constantly you, every two seconds saying he's just <laughs> referee." <laughs> no, like I, I get it, I'm a, I'm a, and I'm a break I'm, as a. It was crazy. Be, being on that side of the situation, like um. Cause you know I hosted a party that same came with King Down March 16 when they had who's who's money bag girlfriend again Ari oh yeah she was hosting the party I don't be knowing shit like that so when it was like Ari Lennox they 75 I was like bro I don't even know who this is yeah I'd be out the loop so Kyle's sister so she be out there again down or whatever and like, I guess I'm hosting now in my mind I have to talk a lot because it's strippers are funny you gotta like make these niggas spend money you gotta you have create to, yeah. you gotta create the situation so a girl gonna be on that stage okay her name. Caramel, I'm gonna say, Caramel, do this. And if I see somebody spending money, yo, Caramel, bring her on stage. Like now, I'm I'm talking, I'm creating an environment. So, but I do understand when it gets kind of weird and it takes a little bit over, over the top, which 
can happen. But in the, down here in Miami culture, that my game is everything. Yeah, he was on it. He was yeah. like, if he's seen a bitch like shaking her ass, he's like, oh yes, throw that money to her. Throw like spend that money on her. Blow that bag. And I get all that. But if you're saying it the whole time and you're overcompensating the music, yeah. it just throws the vibes off. Like a bitch can't make her money if every two seconds you're stopping to say mm-hmm. something. Like I, I hate mean, that they, shit. They, like, strip clubs for niggas anyway. So. Yeah, no strip club can be for whoever it wanna be for, honey. Cause yeah. I love a good strip club. But majority of strip club, the men are spending the money, so you have to cater to them. True. In that sense. But you're right. That's I've true. I've seen been in there and women go ham. I women seen... do blow back. Yeah, they do. What's the most money you ever spend in a strip club? Mm, well, every time I go, truthfully, they give me the money. Like, I don't come out of pocket. Oh, my God. So I really That's like, nice. yeah, you got to say, I got to say, it is a gentleman's club. Yeah. But, um, like... The most money I've ever gotten to throw, like, at a bitch, probably, like, a 1000 800000 Yeah, 1200 was mine. Really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's a good John. That was a fun. Thank good you John. Really for, uh, no, that's a, you really for a no, good John. Three bands, Casey? Three bands? Yo money? Damn, what was she doing Yo to money? you? Oh, yes, Casey. She trapped you. <laughs> Three like, bands, you a, paid her rent for That's a great question. <laughs> what did she do? That's she a got great you follow in the Right there. With three bands, she had to. Damn, man. So, what you working on right now? Oh God, um, I'm working on a project. It's gonna be called 1111, but I do want to drop some singles before I drop the actual project. So. Is the date 1111? 1111. Yeah. Gonna drop it or? Um, that's what somebody suggested to me, but I don't think I want to wait that, that long. long. That's a long time. Like, it's I'm too impatient. Just make that I, shit eight, eight. My fans, they've been waiting so so long. Like, they mm-hmm. literally beg me every day, like, drop it, drop the album, drop the album when are you mm-hmm. dropping the album and I'm like I have to give it to them I can't make them wait any yeah. much longer but um yeah 1111 I chose that name because I always see 1111 and at yeah. one point for a couple months I was seeing it every day like but you're supposed to make a wish when you see it you're supposed to but instead of making a wish I just it just lets me know that my angels are, are around me mm-hmm. and that they hear me and that we're in, they're in tune with me so I just thank I just thank God mm-hmm. and I just reiterate what I want in life do you do you have any idea like how many songs you want on your first project a good nine to eleven songs. Mm-hmm. I think eleven should be the number. Eleven is a good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah right. Yeah. Eleven Let's songs. I mean, so who are you working with on the album? Like, who are you are you recording out of a room with twelve? Everything. Um, or? yeah, I'm definitely all my songs that I've created. Um, I've recorded at Room One One Two. Um, and Renzo engineers me. That's my homeboy. He's um also working with the label as well. Okay. I mean, any features? Everything's gonna be all you. Um, I do got a couple features that I've done. I don't know if they're gonna be on that this project specifically, but I definitely have some songs with um Main Lavelle, mm-hmm. um Renzo. I got some. I think with Piffy, Rob Bray. So yeah. once I tie those songs up and get them mixed down, there's there's something definitely look forward to. I also um got a lot of songs that were produced by Project X. He's our in-home producer. producer. He's dope so as fuck. Can you can you give us a legit date unless that you're dropping an actual single? Niggas ain't trying to wait on that. I'm not trying to It's wait coming on. real soon. Like I just um talked to one of my producers, not Project X, but um he's 
making a split sheet for us right now, and we're gonna once the split sheet's done and we um, get everything sorted out with that, I'm gonna put it on the Distro Kid like this week, okay. Distro and Kid. it'll be up for release by Friday. Oh, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Can I send some stuff off air? Of course, okay, yeah. Cool, I'll cool, show you cool. a whole bunch, but yeah. um, I'm really excited to drop. Everybody's been waiting, and I know they're gonna be so happy because the people that I have sent my music out to, mm-hmm. like that are in the industry, yeah. they're just like in love with my music, mm-hmm. and they give me really good feedback. Yeah. So. I mean, so moving down here at 18 on your own, like what was that? 19. 19, sorry, nine, on your own. Like what was that conversation with your parents? What was it like? What they was, was ready for me to go. Oh, for real? They helped me pack. Damn. <laughs> but like no shade, but... I don't know. My parents, they... That takes a lot of courage. Like, just, just, just take a step back and acknowledge. They knew my potential. That's what I'm going to say. They knew my potential. They knew I had it in me. Like, they knew that I could do it. I've always been independent. I had a job since I since I would legally could. Mm-hmm. So, it was Black just Black women niggas on Twitter is not a job. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> McDonald's was my first job at 14. McDonald's, I worked there like a year or two. Uh-huh. And since then, i just been running it up. Like, I always had a gig. Um... And yeah, I just always been independent. My dream was to always move out. Me, my, me and my pop didn't get along that good. Why do you think that is? It's just more of a reason. Um, we're we're too much alike. Uh-huh. Like we're the, we're like both really aggressive. Are, are you and are your conversations different that you don't live? Yeah, better. For sure. Yeah, like we we're at a really good place right now. Mm-hmm. Like the best place that we've been probably in my whole life. Are you are you like a daddy's girl? No, not at all. Oh my god. <laughs> not at all. But I definitely like grew respect for him. Like mm-hmm. living out here and not being in his face, and we just oh, we just come to understanding that like we have different mindsets on things. We're too much alike, and it's just best that it, things are better when we're not together. Okay. And that's okay. No, no, you know, no. That's okay. But I love my dad And you know Yeah He's a cool ass person We just Everybody got their issues Issues yeah Definitely I agree but I have a daughter I want my daughter to love me I want you know And I Not having that relationship With my dad Made me Crave that Out of the man That I'm gonna marry Like when Mm -hmm. I do have kids Like I want her to be A daddy's girl Like I want her To get that experience And I want my husband To teach My child Like Mm -hmm. how A woman is supposed To be treated because my I feel like my life I'm I'm glad things went the way they did because it made me who I am today and it made me the strong independent woman I am but I think it's so necessary for a daughter to get that experience so that they know mm-hmm. their worth and it's yeah. like your father So you didn't grow up with your dad? I did but like um my parents separated yeah. for a couple years too but me and my dad just never got along like yeah, that. Yeah yeah. Like no, do, do you I mean Are you able to tell him These things now Like Yeah we've had Multiple conversations Oh yeah So you done hashed it out Yeah like okay. We hashed it out A couple times Like we Get to good places And then we don't And then we yeah. do It's like He knows what's up And I know what's up okay. It's just It is what it is I love you Even though we don't see Eye to eye every time Yeah That's what's up that's that's good you that know, you're able to have that dialogue at um at 19. You know what I mean? Uh, even yeah. myself, like I I didn't start having real ass conversations with my parents, like about their lives and how they came up and how things were back then until I was, until I had my daughter. So 2015. Yeah. I feel like they just have to be like ex- 
like they have to come to terms with it like some yeah. the problem is like some parents don't Let think there's no parents. problem they don't think there's no your leg. <laughs> they don't think there's no problem no in consent. how and what they do <laughs> like i feel like that's yeah. like really especially in like minority like mm-hmm. households like black people hispanic people like our parents are so stubborn and stuck in their ways yeah. like i feel like like white people are more transparent with their kids mm-hmm. you know what i mean they have they're more, more healthy yeah, yeah more open like in the relationship that's what i've noticed not everybody's like that but, but just from general majority like, of the situations you see yeah okay like black people and hispanic parents like we're just real stubborn and we all we just tend to come from that same type of like mm-hmm. stubborn mindset like they think that the parents are always right when that's not what it is. Yeah, no, nah, like y'all be toxic I always, as fuck. I, I always say this. I always ask my mom this. When we talk, I just be like, "Oh, mom, why?" I just randomly ask her in the middle of conversation, "Why don't Caribbean parents apologize?" Thank. That's what I'm saying. Shit like that. Yeah. Like all the time. I don't you know. Right? Hold on. You alright over there? Okay, <laughs> you can help her. She, she getting like <laughs> fucked by the dog. Buddha. He's such ski- a creep. He's always at all the bitches her, uh, that come in here. About to skeet on her shoes. No, mind you, Buddha's our dog, guys. I I know you guys can't see, but he's no, they like, can see. he's a creep. Exhibit A on why no, men are creeps. Stop, stop, don't do that. That dog got nothing but love. Man, that dog know what the fuck he doing. But that's my baby dog. Damn, dog. Damn, dog. <laughs> that dog heat. Shout out to DJ Bree. <laughs> Damn, dog be going through he it. He said, "Big shout out, DJ Bree." <laughs> oh man. Here. Oh man. So I learned a lot about you today. Yeah. What do you think? What's your You know that judgment? story about she told about a black male and talk yo, that's why I don't talk to women. What I'd happened? be scared. What I do? What I did. No. But I think me what and Casey was talking about it like, bro, that's why I'd be scared sometimes because I don't even wanna like I just feel like y'all go through so much, I don't even wanna be a part of yeah. that in any way, shape, or form. Like, it's just... And I haven't even really gone through a lot. Like, compared to, like... You know what I mean? Older women? Yeah, I haven't... I'm only 19, so... There's the, probably the gonna be... Especially in Miami, like... You know, God forbid, but I'm probably gonna come across even more weird shit. It's bound to happen in life. Mm-hmm. But I'm prepared because... I walk around with a shank, so whoever... Oh, my <laughs> whoever God. Whoever want to try me... <laughs> this is crazy. Come and try it. Oh, my God. Anyways, Come man, and fucking try it. Once again, let everybody know your Instagram. Iris Jelani on everything. Twitter, Iris Instagram. Jelani. I don't really use Snapchat. Um, So, yeah. That's what's up, man. And the project... Did the project have a title or... 1111. 11, just, just that it? Just 1111, okay, 11, yeah. and that's coming out... <laughs> Uh, it's coming out real soon. I don't want to give a date because every time I give a date, the date don't work. Yeah. So I just need to shut my mouth sometimes and wait for shit to get right, done. Anything else you want to get off the chest? Any, any gems you want to drop to any young women out here just listening to? Um, I just want to say that don't get discouraged if you have a passion and if you believe in something strong enough, it's going to happen regardless of what anything or what anybody says. So just continue to manifest your dreams, manifest the life that you want and take advice, but don't take advice. Like if you know what's best for you, then follow your gut, but also don't be like neglectful of what people have to say. Cause sometimes people just want to steer you in the right direction or give you insight because they've been in your position. But mm-hmm. 
you know, remain positive, trust your instinct, and do what the fuck you want because you get one life and ain't nobody gonna pay your bills. And that's that. What can I ask you a question about um like interacting with other female artists? What um, is that like? How's those experiences been for you? Or is it like I feel like they've been really open to me because uh-huh. I'm not someone that's really hard to get along with. Okay. Like I'm really like humble. I just, like I, I come my approach is really friendly and sincere and mm-hmm. I feel like that that can be sensed out. Like when people's intentions are genuine, it you can sense it. So it's been nothing but good vibes. Mm, that's what's up. And I hope it continues to be that way. I know some bitches in the industry can be a little bit bougie and stuck up or whatever, but I mean, I'm not no threat. Like I'm not, we're not. I'm not in competition with anyone. Yeah, you just in your so, own lane, appreci- doing what you do and appreciating other people's. Yeah, work. Right, that's so. I agree. I like that vibe. All right, everybody. That's my girl Jelani. Yeah, I mean, look out for that her. 11, fun. 11. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, right? Yeah, it was cool. We covered yeah. a lot of And we got to know topics. each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll never I forget you. you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just don't blackmail me. Don't, uh, I'm not buying you no flight. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't do none of that number. shit. I'm not going to DM you. I'm not going <laughs> to tweet you. I won't you. about you. If I, I need, if I contact you, it'll be strictly through Casey because I don't want no misconception. <laughs> I won't be like, no. A nah, fucking fuck yeah, I be chilling. You've evolved. I've evolved. Yes, right, that's always a growth. I'm a butterfly. I don't right, stay exactly. Yeah. All right, man. This is the first one of our podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Thank you very whoop, much. Whoop.